Welcome to the Baby Wants Its Bottle Poetry Inc. podcast, a creative project by Martin Anton Smith, the New Zealand-based creative. In this episode, I read part four of my dystopian sci-fi novella, Marcel Atkins, the 22nd century's brain chip hacker. Let's begin. It was June 13th, 2051, 1338 hours GMT. All over the earth and all over the internet, there was a sudden interruption to all viewing, holographic or otherwise. The image showed President Hamilton Donald Kincaid approach a rostrum with the world's major leaders behind him on the stage. All their devilish, harsh and wrinkled faces were well known to all. They had all been so ubiquitous for so long. They were the faces of the unfriendly, ever-present institution that led Earth into a litany of crises over so many decades. The stage was strangely poorly prepared. No flags, no glamour, a total absence of regalia with just a bare stage and a rostrum. President Kincaid was visibly nervous. This was strange, as he was described as the Man of Ice since inauguration in '44, along with his VP, Scotland Lewis Adams, who was also on the stage over Kincaid's shoulder. The VP looked strangely calm, as if he had seen this all before and was himself the Ice Man. Marcel Atkins Sotheby was, in 2051, aged just 15. He was annoyed that his virtual online chess match had been interrupted, but he listened to the broadcast anyway. He was mature well beyond his years, as if he was already a responsible leader, as if he was already a career and family man of age 37. Of course, although responsible, he was still a quirky, nerdy science lover. The president began, slightly wobbly on his feet, and with sweat dripping down his nose and onto the rostrum, every ten seconds or so, just like a time-keeping device. My fellow citizens of the world, I speak today not as an American, but as a representative of the human race. This is because something amazing has happened in the last few days that suddenly made myself and a select few representatives of the seven continents behind me realize that our past tribal affiliations are no longer relevant. They have been stripped of all their false bravado and powers to separate when there was never any need to separate, other than for the benefit of a few thousand selfish individuals. To manipulate the billions, and what for? A luxurious lifestyle, born out of deception? Stolen lifestyles from the energy of the unpowerful and downtrodden masses. These truths have always been self-evident to the wise, but yes, we have intentionally stopped you from becoming wise. And I, like many false elite, have become part of the system of unfair subjugation, which has accelerated over the last 40 or 50 years. We so-called political and financial leaders have simply stolen the people's energy. You may ask, why am I being so honest in this broadcast? The truth is, I would never have told you this, the world's citizens, but, alas, I have no option, which is what I will outline now. The reason for my rare candor is this. The age-old question of, are we alone in the universe? has finally indisputably been answered in the affirmative. The major representatives of the G7 and its associated 24 armed forces leaders 
have been contacted by otherworldly beings. These otherworldly beings are representatives of a wider body of advanced beings of the universe. These otherworldly beings hail from the Pleiades and are the designated surveillance officers that will oversee the governorship of the earth as per the Galactic Treaty of Care. I must tell all peoples of earth now that these people, uh, sorry, these aliens, otherworldly beings, have not come to earth as a pleasure cruise or to land on the White White House Lane. The beings I speak of are here for serious business, and you peoples of earth have no option but to follow their commands. The G7 and the 24 military representatives of the G7 were issued an alternatum. This is an alternatum that has been ratified by what the beings advise us is called the Galactic Treaty of Care Federation. The treaty states the following. Preamble. We come to this planet as representatives of the Galactic Federation of Advanced Beings as creators and governors and enforcers of the Galactic Treaty of Care, the supreme document of prosperity in the cosmos. We hereby advance that Earth has been under surveillance since the year 1945, the year of the first nuclear detonation. This event triggered Clause 1 of the Galactic Treaty of Care. Thus, Earth, in this case, met the treaty criteria for the first instance surveillance protocol. From that point onwards, we have catalogued the behavior and performance of the Earth's representational leaders in relation to the 12 points of the Galactic Charter. The 12 terms of the Galactic Federation Treaty of Care are 1. Any planet engaging in nuclear detonation with the result of military, political, or economic subjugation, will come under the first surveillance protocols. 2. Any planet engaging in quantum computing, with the result of military, political, or economic subjugation, will come under first surveillance protocols. 3. Any planet engaging in central currency exchange manipulation, with the result of military, political, or economic subjugation, will come under the first surveillance protocols. 4. Any planet engaging in genetic or viral engineering of life beings or viruses with the result of military economic or or political subjugation will come under the first surveillance protocols. Any planet engaging in climate or weather modification with the result of military, political or economic subjugation will come under the first surveillance protocols. 6. Engagement in one to three of the five items will result in surveillance, but not necessarily direct contact or intervention. 7. Engagement in four or five of the items will result in a. Direct contact with the guilty leadership parties of the surveilled planet. b. Issuance of notice of immediate transfer of governance of all matters formally managed by the former planet's leadership to those representatives of the Galactic Treaty. C. The advice of two options. 1. For Earth leadership to agree to the governorship. 
too, for the Earth leadership to disagree. D. If option 2 is chosen to disagree, leadership will be forcibly removed and vaporized and incinerated, and the Galactic Treaty of Representatives will appear and communicate directly to 100% of the Earth's inhabitants all over the surface of the Earth, so as to reach all inhabitants. From here, governorship will begin, and behavior commands will be conveyed. E. If option 1 is chosen to agree, the Galactic Treaty representatives will allow the Earth's contacted leadership to announce the governorship and the behavioral commands issued by the Galactic Treaty of Care. 8. If option 1 to fully comply with the Galactic Treaty was chosen by your leaders, a period of successful change resulting in planet reconfiguration will occur. This occurs via the influence of Galactic Treaty representatives in partnership with your original leadership group. Once a stable Earth system is fully established, governorship will then be fully returned to the original leadership group of Earth, political, economic and military. If option two is not fully agreed to, sorry, if option two is not fully agreed and is chosen by the designated Earth leaders, then incineration or vaporization to, of said Earth leaders will occur. Then governorship will be transferred to a new system with new Earth viceroys as leaders and agents of the Pleiadian star people's responsibilities. The responsibility to uphold the Galactic Federation of Treaty Care. This new system will ensure complete and full agreement with the Galactic Treaty of Care, its terms, its principles of prosperous planetary leadership and management. As this galactic system of care is 100% perfect in all facets, there is no need for any questioning via the courts or tribunals, and these antiquated, irrational ent entities will forever cease to exist. Under this system, failure to comply with the care of treaty behavioral terms will result in either 1. Temporary deactivation for an indefinite period, or 2. Permanent deactivation. 9. In all cases, depending on your leader's initial choice, 1 or 2, to agree or disagree with the terms, many, but not necessarily all of Earth, Earth's inhabitants, will be centrally controlled via a surveilled brain interface technology and centralized AI technology, which has been programmed in accordance with the Treaty of Care Terms and Principles. 10. In all cases, all the target planet beings' mental and physical health is a key directive of the Treaty of Care Terms and Principles, and all non-deactivated beings are guaranteed this result. 11. In all cases, fear and the fear of fear will be eradicated as per the Treaty of Care's prime behavioral goal. Eradication of Earth's human emotion will occur in stages, as is outlined in the Treaty of Care footnotes. In all cases, human society will be delineated by three ascending classes of complexity, responsibility and access to privileges. These classes 
are to be known as Uruk, Quaz, and Zylo. The Treaty of Care will treat the classes equi equitably, but not equally. So that was the charter that was given to us, the leaders of the G7. And it is with a heavy heart that I, Hamilton, Donald Kincaid, and the remaining G7 leaders and the 24 military leaders could not agree to governorship by the otherworldly beings, the Pleiadian star people. So thus we have agreed to be incinerated by the beings and this means they will engage directly with the citizens of Earth and appoint new Earth leadership and a new political, economic, military system, and thus a new social system will occur. I and the political leaders of the G7 and world military leaders bid you farewell. And our last charge is that while the Earth, yes, it has faltered on many levels, we do believe we were a power for good and we believe we were on the whole rectifying the earth's problems we disagree with their full assessment of our how can we say this our incompetence uh, we think that we were mostly right perhaps we were 30 percent wrong i think that's fair and uh we would have saved the planet from our woes we just needed more time and resources. In 70 years, we have it so many, so much better than before on so many factors. The climate catastrophe warming uh, of late, uh, the coronavirus pandemics, the quantum computer AI hacks, the electrical grid downtime, the nuclear exchanges, ex exchanges Species death are all modelled to re be reduced to 2021 levels in 30 years' time. So our experts agree with us as well. Of course, if we as Earth citizens would just be better at thinking like those of us in the global think tanks, we would be better off. If only we had hit our personal targets better. We were me, my colleagues of the G7, we were improving things. I put my hand on my heart to that fact. But of course, the prior opposition party governments, their incompetence has made it very hard for us to improve anything. We have been so hamstrung and quite frank. Nevertheless, in 60 seconds time, I, Donald, Hamilton, Kincaid, and my fine G7 colleagues and military leaders will be incinerated on the spot by the Pleiadian star people. Before the smoke dissipates, I only ask of you as you witness this on your holographic screens all over the planet, that you believe we were in this game for you and not ourselves. I am not lying when I say these things. Uh, I sincerely believe Things have never been so good on Earth, despite the inequalities and all the other problems I have outlined. I thank you and wish the best, wish you the best, in these strange futures you all face. 
halfway through Kincaid's saying the word goodbye to the audience, that is the whole world, and while the other leaders were waving terribly, an electrified blue pulse of light overtook their faces and bodies. They were vaporized in three seconds, and then a cloud of smoke swiftly and slowly drifted off the podium. Giant and silent craft instantly appeared over the earth, flying approximately 1,000 meters overhead and spaced every 70 kilometers apart. It was a web that all people could see wherever they were on the planet. Rich or poor, living in Antarctica or the Andes, the first star people message boomed over and was repeated in every language of the earth. It was boomed to people's devices. It was boomed physically through the land. People of Earth, the Starman reconfiguration has begun. Your former leaders are gone, and you now can be set free of their tyranny. The Treaty of Care can now be undiluted by the former and now incinerated President Hamilton Donald Kincaid and the G7. Under the Galactic Treaty, Earth will return to be a planet that is healthy and prosperous for all human beings, in fact all beings, man, woman and child, and for all living entities, and the naturally designed Earth geological, atmospheric, oceanic and meteorological systems. Your fear will disappear completely. We have reconfigured many trillions of primitive civilizations on many trillions of planets over many billions of years. We do not make mistakes. Over the next 77 days, we will outline 77 messages, which you will follow so as to engage in the reconfiguration as per the intentions of the Galactic Treaty of Care, as specified by us, the Pleiadian star people, now charged with the responsibility to bring Earth back to full health and prosperity. Please go about your normal business for now. We have not interfered with your modes of production or trade or your system of housing. The first 77 messages will begin tomorrow and it will describe the prime floor Earth has, that of emotion. Then instruction will follow on how you can make a new reality for yourself and your other Earthlings. In time, you will truly enjoy being unemotional, highly, highly efficient, and optimally comfortable. The broadcast ended. Marcel couldn't think straight. He almost thought this was a big joke. He convinced himself he'd just see what happens tomorrow and wait for the inevitable punchline. Reality TV would do anything to survive, he said before going back online to resume his online chess match. Rook to knight three, he said. Happy, he was now three pieces ahead of his opponent. But while he was playing the game, his mind was turning over and over with the following question. Did they really just vaporize Hamilton and his cronies? By the end of the game, which he won, of course, he had told himself that no, of course they didn't vaporize the clueless President Hamilton, and his merry band of sycophantic narcissists. 
It was all just the death knell of reality TV. He said to himself, surely those craft were just really a good holographic projection. I mean, that could be done easily with today's technology. Marcel couldn't help but gulp a little. He was mature, but not entirely fearless yet. I'll just see what happens tomorrow after a good night's sleep, he consoled himself, knowing all very well that he wouldn't sleep a wink at all. End of part four. Part five is coming very soon in the near future. Thank you for listening to the Baby Wants Its Bottle Poetry Podcast, a creative project by Martin Anton Smith, a New Zealand-based creative. This podcast is available on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please note, this is in draft form and will be improved and edited in the future. Published by Martin Anton Smith Creations Limited New Zealand, all rights reserved. No commercial use or commercial public broadcast allowed without written permission. Non-commercial slash educational broadcast is freely encouraged. Thank you for listening.